0: Welcome to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, a show that will empower you to live a healthier and more energetic life. Each week, we're going to explore a different topic and offer you some tips that will boost your emotional, physical, or mental wellness. I'm your host, Asosa Adosamon, also known as Raw Girl. And today, we are going to discuss some simple ways to relieve stress. In today's world, due to our hustle and bustle, increased use of technology, and increased speed of communication, people are more stressed out than ever before. Although stress may seem a natural part of life, it's very important that you take steps to relieve and minimize stress in your lifestyle. Studies have shown that chronic psychological stress is associated with the body losing its ability to regulate the inflammatory response, which in layman terms means that stress can not only make your body vulnerable to disease, it can promote the progression of disease. I'll begin today's show with some simple things that you can do to manage your stress, and later, I'll be speaking to Alice Marr, a natural practitioner who has years of experience with stress management. Hopefully, by the end of today's show, you'll have some great ideas to add to your lifestyle to live stress-free. Do you know what diseases and conditions are related to stress? There is a long list of conditions that can be aggravated or linked to stress, including heart disease, chronic fatigue, anxiety attacks, mood swings, depression, sleep problems, high blood pressure, eating disorders, Pelptic ulcers, flu, migraines, alcoholism, and smoking-related respiratory ailments. Most of us do not manage our stress properly. Here's a few simple things that you can incorporate into your daily routine or lifestyle to stay calm and collected. Start a mindfulness practice. Mindfulness practices like meditation, yoga, tai chi, qigong, prayer. (laughs) These encourage breathing and stillness that helps to calm the mind and the body. Practice any of these kinds of techniques regularly and you will drastically lower your chances of getting stressed out. This one may seem obvious. Make time for rest and vacations. Are you a workaholic who feels like every minute of the day is set aside accomplishing your mile-long to-do list? (laughs) Take a step back. If you can't afford to go to a faraway destination, find an environment nearby, or stay at home and shut down all communication and distractions from your quality rejuvenation time. Your diet can play a huge part in affecting how you react to stress. If you eat mostly processed foods and a lot of animal protein, you may find that you are very reactive when the unexpected life situation shows up in your day. Eating a whole foods diet and supplementing omega-3 will do wonders for your stress levels. Most standard American diets are completely lacking in this key super supplement that is also crucial for controlling inflammation and warding off disease. Make sure you are supplementing your omega-3s. If you are on a plant-based diet like a vegetarian or vegan diet, you can obtain your omega-3s from flaxseed, chia seeds, or the best quality DHA algae-based omega-3 that you can find. If you're a meat eater, fish oils suit just fine and will give you the omega-3s that you need. If you're a multitasker, you may already do this, but you might want to make a to-do list and also learn to say no to demands on your time. People who write lists and cross off each task as completed are more effective and clear. When you just have a million things to do and no order, you are more likely to feel overwhelmed and then stressed. Along with this, don't add any more to your to do list than you can handle. We have all grown accustomed to trying to do too much and getting burned out. Just say no and your health will thank you. Massage therapy and warm baths are great for muscle relaxation, calming the nervous system, and relieving tension. If you take baths with Epsom salts, which are made from magnesium sulfate, this will relax your muscles. Last, but not least, is exercise. Regular exercise is one of the most common ways to reduce stress. Moving your body and stretching can relieve muscle tension. When you exercise, the blood flow to your brain improves, and feel-good endorphins are released into your bloodstream. Exercise will keep you energized, thinking clearer, and ready to take on the task that you have before you. So get moving! Coming up, we'll be speaking to a natural practitioner who specializes in stress management. We are back to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, and we've been talking about simple ways to relieve stress. We are getting ready now to speak to our guest for today, Alice Marr. Alice Marr is a certified holistic health counselor and proud mother of three who has over 30 years of study of natural health, nutrition, and philosophy. During her studies, she has trained in more than 100 dietary theories and studied a variety of practical lifestyle coaching methods. She received her training from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York City and also received an advanced diploma from Columbia University. She has studied with many notable health specialists including Andrew Wheel, MD, Deepak Chopra, and Dr. Mehmet Oz, MD. Hi, Alice. Hello, Sosa. <laughs> How are you? It's so great to have you. I'm well, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. All right, we're talking about stress today, any simple ways to relieve stress. And, and you are you specialize in stress, so I want to know what kinds of stress-related conditions have you treated, and, and are, you, are you treating stress just by itself, or how, does it come into play in, in other conditions that people have?
1: Yes, I do see that we will treat just stress as well as it showing up in almost all conditions that I'm observing. Mainly, I see a lot of fatigue, insomnia, depression, irritability, adrenal fatigue. I'm seeing an awful lot of, and cravings are just due often to stress, hmm. just to name name a few. But I believe stress is fueling about eighty-five percent of all disease. What is stress? Stress, to me, if we could just start in our minds changing the word stress to fear. We hear people all day long, oh, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed. If you could just replace it with fear and ask yourself, what am I afraid of? We can start to diminish so much stress because usually the fear is just false evidence appearing real and we get all worked up over things that are never gonna even come to fruition.
0: Right, that makes sense. That makes so much sense when you think about it that way. It's always looking ahead and worrying about something.
1: Worst case scenario, people right. are terrifying themselves. And I've done this myself, so I can speak from experience. And it can be changed. Are They're just thoughts, right? and they can be changed.
0: Right. Is there anything that a lot of your patients with stress problems have in common?
1: Oh, absolutely. I see a lot of anxiety. I see, of course, the things we already mentioned, the insomnia, the fatigue, the depression, heart disease, uh, any disease, really. Um, everybody is such an individual, but a lot of that a- adrenal, adrenal exhaustion, inability to slow down, a lot of perfectionism, mm-hmm. you see that too. Mm-hmm. And the list is pretty endless because mm-hmm. again, it just seems to be the underlying cause. Uh, we do a lot of help of reducing and eliminating anxiety and stress.
0: And what is the connection between stress and diet?
1: Oh, it's huge. There are an awful lot of things now that um, we're ingesting that rack havoc on the whole nervous system. Hmm. So if we can get some of the more synthetic things out. And also, I teach people to learn about their type, not just their blood type, but their Ayurvedic type. What dosha type are they? Therefore, we know what uh, they should be eating in different seasons that absolutely work really well. Because one person's ideal food could be another person's poison. We're very different, each of us.
0: Talk about that a little bit more. I've heard that before, and I find it so interesting, this whole dosha thing. So... Explain, explain just generally like the types in Ayurveda and how that kind of works to be optimal for like, you know, my particular body.
1: Absolutely. There are only three types and we can go through a little questionnaire that identifies your type and your backup type. Ayurvedic is a study that goes back maybe four to 10,000 years and it is right on. I use a lot of the nutritional foods that actually help reduce stress and, and, and Uh, eliminate depression and help the lymphatic system, but once we know your dosha type and your backup, we're able to then nourish those organs that need the most nourishing, avoid certain foods that cause imbalance, and know what type of exercise is ideal for you. It's really quite a fascinating study.
0: Wow, cool. Um, So what kinds of treatments do you recommend with people with stress issues?
1: Well, I do an awful lot of things. A lot of times with individuals, as I I listen to them, I can hear what's going on. Are they beating up on themselves? Um, We change the thoughts. If they have a fear, maybe they are eating well and they're exercising. However, every day on their way to work, there's a knot in their stomach because they really don't like their career. We may focus on changing the career so that they're doing something that really inspires them and that reduces their stress. They get into something they're passionate about and they don't feel like they're working. We do um, CDs. Uh, I'm a big fan of Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer. In fact, I'll be meeting them in just a couple weeks and awesome. Dr. Christian Northrup and bring all that back, back to the practice. We use some of their um, inspirational CDs and and even subliminal ways to change the thoughts Mm. and really help them because sometimes these go back to childhood and it's not going to churn overnight, but it's extremely effective. Breathing techniques are very important and there are many different types. We find what works for each individual. Getting them into some sort of physical movement that they like Mm -hmm. releases a lot of stress and helps them to deal. Also learning about... Um, self-massage, whether it's with oil or dry brushing or a hot towel scrub, which can energize you in the morning or deeply relax you at night, get the whole lymphatic system working the way it's supposed to, learning how to eat properly, mm-hmm. mindfully eating we stop the, in the car, in the, at the computer, in front of the TV. We, we just sit quietly and enjoy a meal. This has been known to just lower blood pressure and help people get really healthy. So we focus on all those details and getting slow, how to get slow in this world. And still, you, know, you tend to get more done, actually, in the long run.
0: Well, it's so funny, like you, what you said, you tend to get more done by being slow, but it's like when you're slow, you all, I feel like most of us feel like, well, I'm stressed and I don't have time to deal with being stressed. <laughs> so yes. how do you deal? <laughs> how do you deal with patients like that? Because it's like, wait a minute, how do I balance handling my responsibilities and also taking care of myself?
1: Absolutely. We do strive for that balance. And I think that self-discipline is self-care and a lot of people that I work with they feel this stigma I guess you would say that that self-care is being all about me and selfish where it's just the opposite it's self-caring it's self-preservation just like the old oxygen mask theory it comes down you're supposed to put on the child first or yourself most people think the child no if we can't be breathing, we can both pass out. Mm. So by taking care of ourselves and learning that it is self-caring and that we are no one else is going to do it for us, mm-hmm. and we are going to be much more loving and fun to be around if we've taken care of ourselves. And that includes getting those responsibilities taken care of in a timely manner. And when we see we're just pushing ourselves to hard and too far, With then taking a break and putting things in place, get it back in balance. Those are really important things.
0: Does meditation or relaxation techniques like that, do those help with stress?
1: Oh, big time. So I highly recommend meditation. My clients laugh when I say, you know, if you're really, really, really busy, then you know, um, or if you're if, uh, 30 minutes a day is ideal, but if you're really, really, really busy, then a full hour is necessary. <laughs> um, but truly, just three minutes of deep breathing, maybe just um, using all your senses. Breathe deep. What can I see? A few minutes of that. Close your eyes. What can I hear? Et cetera. And you check in with all your senses. Or just three nice deep breaths. You will feel completely different. Mm -hmm. So it can be done on a busy schedule, too.
0: If you're going to, to try and treat stress naturally, how long can you expect to be in treatment? How can you have any sort of gauge of how long it will take to recover?
1: Well, what I do is I typically see people for six months initially, and normally we see a huge turnaround. They reach all their goals for their health, for their lifestyle, including reducing stress and anxiety. Um, It takes that long coming like every other week, twice a month, checking in. They have access to call or email me if they reach a hurdle of some sort and need advice. But I see fabulous uh, results with at least getting that foundation down. And if we ever need um, extra help, you know, then I'm always one to um, recommend they see whomever it is I think they need that extra expertise from.
0: Are there any foods that can help us reduce stress?
1: Yes, there are many. There are many of um, calming, nourishing foods, but they're different for each person. So that's where we kind of figure out, well, what does this individual need for calming and there are also wonderful homeopathics, flower essences that deal on an emotional level, organic herbs, um, provided they're not on other things which you need the whole health history to know. Now the homeopathics can be taken and not interfere with any medication or food. There's wonderful things out there. We've had great success with things for depression, lifting the mood, and for panic attacks, fear and anxiety. Which we see so much of but I love really getting down into the root of well, what's under there right and, and sort of um, snuffing that out because once we realize it's not even true um, we can let it go all
0: right well, we're gonna wrap things up but leave us with a few good tips for what to do when we're feeling really stressed out well start with the deep breathing <laughs> and check in with your
1: primary food that's the stuff that you don't get on a plate or in a cup that is what you really love, ask yourself each day, what can I do for myself today or in this moment that will make me feel better? Again, it is not selfish. Don't let that come up. Cancel that, that thought and do something nice for yourself. It doesn't have to be a half a day thing. It could be a three minute thing. But if you like a bubble bath, if you like some fresh air you want to put your feet up and look at a magazine, do that for yourself. Those little breaks will do wonders.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Alice. You're welcome, Isosa. To learn more about Alice Marr or to work with her, please visit her website, www.lookingglassnaturalhealth.com. We are going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to take some email questions. So stay tuned to Healthy Living in a Toxic World. I want to tell you about a new organization doing incredible work called A Well-Fed World. Founded in 2009 and based in Washington DC, A Well-Fed World is an action-led advocacy organization working to alleviate hunger and protect animals in the US and internationally. They have a unique approach that is positive and practical. They find groups and individuals doing innovative and highly effective projects but have limited access to funding. They partner with these groups to raise funds and awareness on their behalf. For the upcoming holiday season, I highly recommend their Plants for Hunger gift-giving program. Instead of donating to multi-million dollar organizations that send live animals to be used as food, you can support their specially selected on-the-ground hunger relief programs where your contribution will have a strong and direct impact. Their Plants for Hunger campaign sends 100% of all donations to be shared between a weekly homeless feeding program in Ethiopia, a soy protein school lunch program in Belize, a set of self-supporting food and water projects in India, Kenya, and Brazil, and a community gardening school providing fresh food and soup kitchen in Michigan. Please find out more about a well-fed world and their plans for Hunger gift-giving program online at www.awfw.org. <laughs> go ahead, ready? I'm Forrest Whitaker for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, and this is my daughter, True. Hi. Life is full of choices, and many years ago, I chose to become a vegetarian, and it's one of the best choices I've ever made. And since True's dad was a vegetarian, she decided to be a vegetarian, too. You may decide to go vegetarian
2: for better health, for a better environment. Or you could be like True and I and just decide you don't
1: want to eat meat anymore. I love animals and I love being a vegetarian. I'm Forrest Whitaker. And I'm True Whitaker.
2: And we're vegetarians. vegetarians. For more information, visit PETA.org. Your kids are going for a bike ride. You make sure they wear a helmet. They insist on skateboarding. Add knee pads and elbow pads too. Swimming in the pool, water wings, goggles, earplugs. If we could pack our kids in bubble wrap, we'd do it because we love them and we want to protect them. This is Lisa Edelstein with some very important news. Now there's an easy way to protect your kids three times a day. Choose healthy foods. Research has shown that a vegetarian diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains can help protect our kids against obesity. It can even help keep them from developing heart disease or cancer when they grow up. My friends at The Cancer Project are just waiting to hear from you. So they can send you important information on how to protect your children from the inside out. Just log on to cancerproject.org or call 866-906-WELL. That's 866-906-WELL. This message brought to you by The Cancer Project.
1: Healthy Living in a Toxic World, the show that empowers you to
2: live a stronger, more energetic life through the foods you eat, the way you think, and how
0: you live. We are back to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, and we've been talking about simple ways to reduce stress and the importance of incorporating stress-relieving practices into your lifestyle to combat the onset and development of disease. Okay, before we get to the rest of the show, here's a health fact you might not know. Did you know that at least 63 million American adults are moderately to severely sleep-deprived? According to Dr. James Moss, a pioneer in the field of sleep who has conducted ongoing research exploring the connection between sleep, health, and the human body, new studies show that how well you sleep may determine how well your body fights cancer. This is due to the fact that sleep problems affect two hormones that influence cancer cells. Dr. Moss also says if you sleep more on the weekends, need an alarm clock to wake up, or can fall asleep within five minutes of hitting your bed, you are officially sleep-deprived. Did you say yes to any of those questions? Make sleep a priority and make sure to get a good night's rest starting today. All right, we're going to take an email question. Dear Raw Girl, I'm a faithful reader and subscriber of your blog, and I know you probably get this question all the time but I was wondering what's the best way to start a vegan lifestyle. I'm a lover of raw vegetables and fruits, but I'm really at a loss on where to start. I appreciate any help you can give, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much. It's really great that you asked this question. A lot of people have this question. So you're convinced in the power of vegetables and fruits and you want to know, how do I transition? Well, the best way to do it in my opinion, is to do it gradually. Some people feel like cold turkeys the way they want to go, um, and you can try that, but I believe that to have success long term, you should just try to gradually cut back meat and dairy and the things that you don't want in your diet one step at a time. So for instance, if you're a meat eater, perhaps you limit your meat intake to once a week, and then you eliminate it to once every two weeks, and then you just eliminate it altogether and keep doing the same thing with dairy and all the other things that you want to get rid of. And then in tandem, to start, it really does help to try... Um, meat substitutes and things like that um, later on, you might want to focus mostly on just plant sources for your food. But at the beginning, sometimes those meat substitutes and you know, the vegan cheese and things like that, those things really do help you enjoy the food that you were eating before, but just with a vegan twist. If you need additional information, definitely check out the blog, there's more articles there on vegan transition. I hope this helps. All right, it's time to wrap things up, but I hope you've learned a little bit more about the importance of incorporating stress-reducing activities and habits into your lifestyle. In order to ensure that you are as healthy as you can be, you must not only address your diet, you have to address your mental and emotional well-being, and stress is a major factor that, if unchecked, can cause disease. Make sure you're eating good whole foods and that you find the stress-reducing practices that work best for you, and practice them as often as possible. In the words of BKS Iyengar, health is a state of complete harmony of the body, mind, and spirit. When one is free from physical disabilities and mental distractions, the gates of the soul open. Well, that's all for today, folks. If you are looking for more ongoing health tips, check out my health blog, Raw Girl in a Toxic World. That's www.rawgirltoxicworld.com for recipes, health articles, or to ask a question on the show. You can also become a fan of Raw Girl on Facebook at facebook.com backslash therawgirl or follow us on Twitter at therawgirl. This is Associate one signing off. Until next time, here's to your health.
1: This show is copyrighted by Radio Companion LLC. To order a copy of today's show, call seven o three two seven nine one zero
0: one zero.